podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're all whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're all debugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. I'm delighted to say that if you come along with us today, you sign up and play the football pools and get four games absolutely free. Go to bit.ly forward slash football pools. Do that. Don't forget our Whistleblowers iPhone app. It's completely free and it's just been updated. Uh, you can get your uh, podcast first there, videos and all the archives, plus the latest football news from the BBC, Telegraph and The Guardian. Follow the links from the whistleblowers.net or find them in the app store. The reason I've mentioned all that now... It's because I, I, I want to give you some politics to work with, because uh, as we sit here, the four of us, that includes me, there's three other people, that's four. Um, uh, football is dead. Uh, we are here, the pallbearers of it. Uh, there, is, there is a coffin, albeit probably a symbolic one. Uh, and we will be uh, symbolically carrying it towards a symbolic... I'll stop saying symbolic and stop using these, these death references in this sense. But football died, uh, apparently, and, and, but we, we're here to say it could come back. It's just around the corner, lads. It's a theme. Um, Kevin Day has, has, has rejoined us, I'm delighted to say. Uh, and it's a chance for you to take your eye off the Crystal Palace ball and just, and just and protect football as a sport in general now. I'm, I'm because still, you're safe. I'm still recovering from your opening corporate minute. I was away, wasn't I? You, you were that's a different Mark Webster there. That was QVC Webster. That I was, was gone. Off. Off. Yeah, it's a black day for, um, for the Premier League. The, the, the mere fact that Porto... Who in the quarterfinals proves that the Portuguese league is stronger than <laughs> anything British. This is probably, are you doing ergo there? Are you? I just think I just think this is probably the most spurious argument. I don't see why it matters for a start off, and I understand why Sky are desperately upset. I watched the game last night and it was brilliant, especially the first half. But the, the, the half an hour, forty five minutes afterwards, when Sky were literally lamenting the death of the, the Premier League, and I understand why they're doing it because they're about to put the subscriptions through the roof. <laughs> To pay for well, the Premier no, League, lamenting the Champions League, so they can make yeah, up, but, but sell but the also, pre- yeah. they need the viewing figures. You know, people aren't going to watch the quarterfinals without a British teams in it, and also they're the ones that have been selling the Premier League as the best football product in the world yeah. ever. And quite clearly, it unfolds before our eyes that it isn't the best football product in the world ever. But I don't see why that impacts on normal football fans. You've got you've got three foreign managers in the Champions League. You've got a handful of English players. I don't see well, really. I don't see really why the rest of us should be bothered. About how well the, the Premier League. Thank you, in, Kevin. In Europe. It's our starting point, Kevin Day. Thank you very much <laughs> indeed for that. I'll introduce our other guests that we have here this evening. I, I apologise for for citing a higher being because, of course, uh, Paul Anderson here is the author, uh, and uh, we are in the presence of somebody who has actually found uh, the, the the latest deity, which would be Mod. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Go on, Paul. Touched by the hand of Mod. Yeah, yes, the, yes the, <laughs> the new religion, of course. And uh, uh, but of course, uh, West Ham of old, yes, young man. Yes, um, to be honest, you know, a lot of the uh, people talk about uh, football these days in, on an international basis. My main memory is uh, Steve um, Lomas shoving the Intertoto Cup up his top, and that's really about oh, the last thing I remember. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm misting up. <laughs> um, but we have, we have a gentleman here. Um, first of all, I suppose on one level, who couldn't give a flying toss whether English football's in the doldrums because he's a Welsh fella, aren't you, Johnny Owen? <laughs> Best player uh, the British teams had last night was uh, Aaron Ramsey. 
sparked it up for Arsenal. Yeah. But you know, he's, he's actually, poked, he's poked all the way around sorry, telly just to find a Welsh bloke. So the two two best players were. But you know, I, you know, just come back to what Kevin says. I mean, it's the, the gnashing of teeth and, and the wailing. My favourite line has been so far about Man City. It takes ten years apparently to get used to European football. I mean, what a life. Well, well, for a start, well, it is a good point. On a that, team for the European players take 10 years to get used to. On players. that note, if, you, if it's a 10-year cycle, you change your, you change your team four times. Yeah, you? So you, can, you can't actually work that well, way, I'll come can back to my point. If, if we're talking about England in the World Cup, that's a completely different argument. If you're talking about yeah. this having an impact in England in the World Cup, that's a different argument. I'd be more interested, would Barcelona win the Premier League? Is that the same thing? Diff- I like that, yeah. It's, it's, the, whole yeah. Thing, the whole thing boils down, unfortunately... To money, what you're talking about is that there are now clubs, you know, the, the, the money from the Middle East is being spread all over Europe now, not just England. So you've got clubs like Paris Saint-Germain, Monaco, yeah. who have got money. Barcelona, the richest team in the world. Real Madrid, second richest team in the world. If, if, if Man City had enough money to buy those Barcelona players, they'd win the Champions League next season. Yeah. And you look at Man City last night, Joe Hart would probably get in the Barcelona team. Yeah. Aguero and Silva would probably get a regular run out. The rest of them wouldn't get anywhere near. No, it's true. And, and of course, and that, but that's nothing to do with the strength of the, of the, of, or not of the Premier League. Messi, the, the great Clive yeah. Tilsey line when, when uh, Messi was playing. I think it was Stamford Bridge. Messi never scored at Stamford Bridge, and you think, also oh, that makes him a rubbish player. Yeah, Clive, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he's never made it until yes, he scored. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the attitude, and that's what in you West hear London. From, from, from you know the, the, the commentaries. You think you know there's no, no he, idea of. of, no, of to be fair, though, he was right though because he used to rat them in at Griffin Park and not. Loftus Road, didn't he? So, you know, was... also the other thing, on a serious note, from, from Sky's point of view, and it is Sky who has sold us the idea that the British Premier League is the best in the world, and it's, it, it arguably it's the most exciting, but what makes the Premier League exciting is not going to work in Europe. It's like Man City trying to play 4 4 2 in the home leg. You can't play two up front against Barcelona. You, they're, they're trying to press Barcelona. What's the point of trying to press a team that's got 10 players that are the most comfortable on the ball? In the world, they're, they're, what you don't learn in the Premier League is the tactical nuance to win games outside the Premier I th- League. I think this We've is got, what... Just one yeah. thing. Palace fans and Pardew are raving about Jason Punchin yeah. because he's been moved into the middle and they say, he can take a second touch. He's, got, he's good enough to have time for a second. It's like every single player in, 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 the, in the European teams can take it. We're raving about the fact that Palace have one player <laughs> that doesn't boot it ten yards in front of him you and might, chase after it. You, you, might, like, you might just shut your own argument in, the foot, in that sense there, in, in the one-touch foot, that, by the way. But this, I, suppose, I suppose the point with the reason we're talking about today is that the reason we're talking about today is clear. Because we're all out of Europe. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, it's a bit of Europa League Everton that we're to, 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 to be discussed. And, and, and perhaps even as we sit here, that they are going to be surging forward. I don't know. But and I've got, I got, I got a theory on that. I've got a theory why teams like, like, like them and Fulham recently did well and Borough. I've got a theory on that. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. come back to you on that. Why they think they do well. Because, Paul, I, it, yeah. because the, the reason we're having this conversation is because what we're doing is we're saying we're not, we've got a, we're, our teams aren't any good. But it's a different argument from our league isn't any good. But people seem to confuse the argument at this point. And I'll, I'll use Arsene Wenger's quote here, and you, and you tell me what you think. The quality of the Premier League is high, but physical demands are extreme. I don't think there's a lot wrong. Now, here, here lies the rub of this here. Can we be both? Can we be brilliant in the Champions League, and can we have arguably the most watched and exciting league in the world at the same time? I don't... I, no, I don't think... It's really hard to say, because... The amount of foreign players um, that are in, involved in our, in our sides now um, have changed the way everything's played anyway. So, no, I don't... But every other foreign team has got foreign players. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're asking, you're asking the wrong people because 
there are only four clubs in the Premier League that are ever going to compete in the Champions League. There's no point asking a Palace fan or a West Ham fan about... Well, I don't give a toss whether the Premier League is competitive in Europe. It's, there's an argument. I want England to do well in... Well, in, well that's, one, uh, that's certainly the only, one part of the that's, argument. That's yeah, the, only yeah. thing, the only thing that worries me is how it impacts on, on the English national team. And I'm not entirely sure that it does. The, the fact that Sky are trying to sell this idea that people at home last night were genuinely upset that representatives of the league they can never win aren't winning in Europe, it's just wrong. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's just as Johnny says, uh, I'd, 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 I would really want Everton to, to, to... I'd love to see Everton do well in the... In the but this, uh, now, John's got hands-on experience of this because uh, he had an yeah. interesting weekend away on this. But uh, let me just put, put you on the spot, Paul. Do you think... Is the Premier League an entertaining league for you and one that you like to watch? And, and, and are you comfortable with the, the way it works? Yeah, I, I, I guess you are, but... We've always, I mean, we all sit here and we all know that it's a bit like an alternative Scottish league where there used to be two teams that win it. Now we know that the four teams that with the money are going to win it. So, I mean, you, you, know, you can remember the days when Man City fans were crying that Chelsea had, had bought the league. Yeah. And as soon as they've done it, it's all fine. Well, they bought it it's, a different way, though. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, and now that's it. Now, here we go, right? Now, John went away uh, and watched a bit of football in Germany at the weekend. Yeah. Now... We may we be we may be moaning the fact that it might be only say four teams can win the league, and then perhaps only ten teams could get into the top four positions. Yeah, we're saying only. You went and watched German football being played, yeah. and the story is completely different from that. From on our perspective, isn't it? It is. I mean, what was really interesting for me about going away this weekend? Right? I went to watch uh, Borussia Dortmund against Cologne. Eighty thousand sellout. 8,000 Cologne there, right? And the Cologne fans are telling me they got fifty-two thousand season ticket holders, right? Yeah, but they're skint. And it hit me that not only is there so much money in the English game, because it is entertaining. Yeah. Roy, Roy Keane summed up brilliantly. Not the best league in the world, the best brand in the world, but brilliantly summed up in that one That's line. kind of the gist it, of this, That's the gist it? of it. Yeah. But what I thought was, you know, was, was, was fascinating for me was, they were going to me, hasn't, this is these German Cologne fans were going to me afterwards, hasn't Tim Sherwood had a really good start with Villa? <laughs> And I'm thinking, I wouldn't know the fucking manager of Wolfsburg. <laughs> I wouldn't know yeah. his name. And they are going to be 4 0 in Sunderland. I thought, there, there is it in a nutshell. Yeah. People know the Premiership. The pre- it just is a great global brand. You go to, I landed in Bangkok, and the first building I saw, as, you know, like this skyscraper had Wayne Rooney on the side. Yeah. That's the first thing I saw when I, and I thought to myself then, it's the best brand in the world. And as long as they got that money rolling in, it doesn't matter. So you've got 52,000 season ticket holders in Cologne and they're yeah. skint. But if you get in the Premiership this year, if Brentford get in, they automatically become one of the richest 30 clubs in the world. That's yeah. insane. And Real that's the money that's in the game. Is this mind, the gist of it? The, the brand thing, Matt in mind lives in Australia. Every, every weekend, uh, they all stay up till four o'clock in the morning. Mm. Every, they, there's fans of every Premier League club watching Absolutely. games. Absolutely, yeah. I did a thing where I flew to Oslo and back with some Norwegian Liverpool fans. Every single one of the 92 league teams has got a Norwegian fan club. They love English football. They English do. Yeah. The, the, fe- the reason that we like German football, and, and this podcast tends to be broadcast by people of a certain age and certain yeah. background. And yeah. What German football's got that we haven't is that no one person can own a German football club. No, that's right. They, they, and they explained this to and, me. And, and there's much more of a fan's culture, but... The downside of that is that means they don't have the, the, the money, but still they're getting into the quarterfinals and the semifinals. Absolutely, and, and, and their national the team is fantastic. But is this back to Paul's point though, where where it's but, but where every league is delivering uh, two teams in their league 
and they have and, and, and the competition is, is is piss poor throughout because they have a very easy run and then but the, so therefore they, they, they're going to win the league anyway and then they're, they're guaranteed to be also very good for the Europe, you no, know for the European tournaments the, the irony in Germany is because of that lack of money they can't afford Actually, look part. at Dortmund. I mean, yeah. Klopp is dumb. Yeah, yeah. You, take, yeah. you take Bayern Munich out of it. Most of the clubs over there can't afford the top European managers or the top European players, so they develop their own talent. Yeah. And so the, their teams are full of seven or eight young German players who learn to play together. So uh, arguably, I think the Premier League makes England as a national team worse. I, I, I agree. It's I agree. funny, because you, you said Klopp and uh, hinted at to be, you know... In West Ham circles, they've actually mentioned about him replacing Allardyce. So. Really? Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah, mentioned well, yeah, but to be team. fair, it was going to be Man City about six yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he's bottom of the division. Oh, yeah. What a fall from grace that is for Man City yeah, and West Ham. That's got to hurt John, hasn't it? Klopp. That's sort of Batman sound, isn't it? Doink. It was going to be Arsenal as well, but I know for, yes. a, fact, I know for a fact they just would do. Really? Simple yeah. as that? Yeah. Okay, so, so the walls pulled over there. Is it Luis Enrique? And I, I thought this is nice and cheeky. And again, we can talk about perhaps. Okay, I, th- I think we, we, we've reached up and we're going like, okay, let, let's, let's get over this part of it now. We know yeah. we've got a league, as you say, John, a brand, as we've said here, that, that we all love and in, in fact the world loves. Luis Enrique said the other day, we enjoy watching the Premier League games on Boxing Day. And I thought well, it was a lovely little line that was. And, and you, you get exactly what he's saying by that. Can, are we fixable? You know, because we know we've got this World Cup issue coming up. Are, yeah. there, are there tweaks that we should make that would make it even perhaps even more enjoyable for us and make teams more successful? I mean, do, do you think the Christmas, do you think the winter break's a sound idea? No. I don't know. I think, no, mm. I think it is a break in tradition. Yeah, I think history. the minute we, we start well, okay. bowing down so, to what right. QA was. So uh, is it tradition? Are you sticking by tradition for the sake of tradition or for the, or for the sake of it, it actually is a genuine asset? I don't think that we should be bowing down to FIFA, who are obviously... You know, we all know that Kuwait only got the, um, the nod because there aren't enough McDonald's and aren't enough Adidas out there that they can ship out there whatever they want. And that's the reason they got it. And it's, it feels that football's getting taken more and more away from the fan that wants, you know, the traditional thing and more into what... Fee for a demand. What amazed me about that was when they got it awarded to them, they were like, yep, in the summer. And everyone, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to build these air-conditioned stadiums. And then about like a year later, they go, no, no, we were just saying No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, no. Well, wasn't it, wasn't, it a of wasn't it a couple of months back, where you, uh, a couple of episodes ago, where we said that they actually knew the day before? Yeah. yeah. They'd got the bid, Well, they're, so... they're, they're, they're formalising, they're announcing the dates this week, aren't they? But, I mean, Gary Neville, I've got some sympathy with Gary Neville, uh, who, to his credit, was trying to please his paymasters by saying, look, the Qatar World Cup, it's only once every 30 years or whatever it is that we have to sort of adapt to that. But the, the whole thing about the winter break, you say, should we keep doing it for the sake of tradition? A, yes. Yeah, I'm a... B. <laughs> okay. B. I, 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 I'll come to you in a minute on that, John, but I think I can see where you're no, going. No, no, nobody has yet satisfactorily explained to me why having three weeks off in the middle of winter is going to suddenly make us win the World Cup or be more competitive in the Champions well, okay, League. Fair enough. Because the nature of the Premier League is such, it's a much more physical, demanding league. This, uh, and again, this, uh, what, I got really cross, somebody made a very good point, this notion about it takes 10 years to learn how to win in Europe. And it's the same thing is like, European players will come over here, a team, you know, a mediocre Premier League team will play 
like Palace perhaps, we paid a lot of money for a left-back from Lille, and already Pardew's saying, well, it might take a couple of seasons for him, or 10, 12 games. You don't say that about an English kid. If you put, you put a youth team player in for a game, yeah. and he gets a run-around, nobody says, well, it'll take him 10, 12 games to get used to yeah. the league. Yeah. They just assume that he can't do it, and they kick him out. So that, again, that's... But the, the whole... There's, I actually remember, to be fair, they give, they give, they'll give, they'll give uh, international players a season. Yeah. Beauty, it's not even just a, be- a bunch they give of them, games. They give, them, they give them to stalk away on a Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> Always That's, that's the test, isn't it? Yeah. Always the test. <laughs> the, f- the first thing that you do when the fixtures come out in, in July, the first thing you do is look for the Boxing Day game. Yeah. It's, it was that. And it's, it's part of the, it is part of the And people like Wenger recognise that. New Year's Day, Boxing the four games over Christmas are one of the great joys of, Absolutely. of yeah. football. Yeah. Fantastic. And, the f- and that's not... You could take that away. Brilliant. A, what do we do? B... It's not going to make us better as a football as a you nation. You mean sitting doors and talk to your family? Or, or yeah, what do we do? But if it's a local derby as well, you know, course, it's a great yeah, thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. God, get away from them turkey sandwiches and James Bond. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. You've got a local yeah, derby. Got a local derby. It's a bit like, you know, totally agree with Kevin saying, I mean, Gary Neville's a classic example. He does sky, sky panditry every goes, the guy's a genius, it's amazing. Put him in, you know, give me English. No, he didn't do anything to him, he was just mm. doing his thing. So yeah, there's right. a lot of talk about stuff like that, but actually, when he puts it into practice, it's a different thing, do you mean? How about the way that we. Well, can I just point out that the other thing is I think Sky underestimate for all that we you know it, it can sound sometimes in this poll as again it said men of a certain age it can sound sometimes like we've got a narrow insular approach but the, the opposite is true some Sky patronising English football fan by assuming that none of us take any interest in European football while at the same time advertising the El Clasico you know, yes. which, which most of us here will be watching yeah. and the fact is that we I, I happily watched that last night I don't care if, Man- if Manchester's in the same Country as I live in, I just I, well, you watch Barcelona, you go, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's just fantastic. You mean yeah. as in yeah. as in we support a our a yeah. team from well, our country? It's a long, yeah. it's yeah. a long way from yeah. being kids when Forest, yeah. Liverpool, and Villa used to win it. When it was full of English yeah, was and yeah. Scottish teams, we, when I was a kid, we did used to support them. We did. Yeah, yeah. we just used to because we knew you, you could you know you could you Tony Morley or John Robertson or Dennis Morley. You thought oh they're well, British that's a very interesting point. So you'd be drawn yeah. to the team because of the amount of uh, they were basically there was a, the, the fellas in there flying the flag. But it was really unusual when Spurs. Signed uh, our dealers and Villa. It was really unusual. Yeah. It was really unusual. It was like you know they got two Argentinians and so most British teams just had British players. So when Scotland had the great Aberdeen and Dundee United side, who I supported as well, and when Merthyr beat Atalanta, where I'm from, and you know Cardiff would beat Stanley Liège, they were full of Welsh players. You know, yeah. they were full of Scottish players. So of course you supported them. You just also, did. But also when you had when you were watching teams like Forest and Villa as a, as a teenager. It wasn't a million miles away for the idea if they can do it, Palace can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in those days, Absolutely. 12, 13, 14 yeah. teams I, could win. I, I think, Park. sorry, just, yeah. I, th- I think you're right because, like you say, when, because of the, the vastness of money that Chelsea and, and Man United and Man City have got, that part of you wants, you know, you know that Real Madrid can play great football, you know Barcelona. Part of you wants them to win and put them in their place, which maybe you wouldn't if well, it was well, an underdog. Well, especially like, Barcelona. If it was Fulham or something, I enjoy watching Barcelona. Well, you want this is this this is the you want football to win argument. Yes. Isn't yeah, it? of course. Yeah. But regardless of by the footballers that are playing, well, exactly. yeah. isn't it? The, the Messi, uh, the masterclass in the first half. His nutmeg, yeah. his nutmeg on Milner. Ah. which the, the, the beauty of that is, it was just the fact. It wasn't just a nutmeg. He. He controlled the nutmeg. Exactly. It was, that's a, like, it was a slow nutmeg. Yeah. Tiny, and and that, then he went on the place. Can I just say yeah. that at any time anyone's got a controlled nutmeg yeah, is, is the class. finest moment. Yeah. My, my point is that if that was a QPR player doing that at Salah's part on Saturday, your reaction would be, don't let him do that again. Clobber him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you see Messi do that last night, you just go, that's just... That's genius. Oh, yeah. that's genius. Is, that because we, is that because, again, we give 
that, that it's, it's not football. It's it's an, it's another form of entertainment that we're sort of distancing the Champions League away from the, the nitty gritty of what we know and we love, which is yeah. the Premier League. I, I think that's a good yeah. point. I think that's. A, I think you almost sometimes have to look at what Barcelona play as a different game. It gets back to the point saying, I don't think I want to see Barcelona slogging away in the Premier League. No, no. no. I want like, to see yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see around where they do their business. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And the same with PSG. I thought they were terrific against Chelsea. Mm. 10 yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were assured. And like Kevin said, they could all take a touch on the ball. I thought they deserved it. Did you think? Did you think on that note there? I thought Chelsea got a bit. And I think Sunes was particularly. He led the charge. I thought they got a bit of a. A bit of a kicking on this gamesmanship. What was being referred to, to uh, uh, Mourinho called it himself the ugly side. Mm. He said when he's on the continent, they called it the clever side. What was disappointing? Went, I think what, what, what everybody said, and I was watching. I thought when the, when the lad went down, and it was a fifty-fifty challenge, right? And fair play that you know Ibrahimovic tried to pull out. What was disappointing was all this waving over the guy as if he'd broken his leg. Because when I first seen, I thought he's broken yeah, his yeah, leg yeah. there, and that was was disappointing. So it was a trick. Of course, it was a trick. Let me give you some quotes on this one. Leicester player did that against Hull. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like Chelsea didn't invent this. But, but, but kind of just like, let me just say, once I, John Terry said, there's two things here. One, John Terry referred to this. He said, once I go, four or five come. It doesn't look good, but it's part of the game, is his, is his reaction to the way that situation went there. Um, but straight after that, it is what Jose Mourinho says, he said, the moment they had 10 men, we felt there was too much pressure. They cope better. So it actually didn't work. If it was, if it was a trick, yeah. Yeah. if it was, if it was a ruse, cheats don't prosper, Mark. Oh, John, Russ, <laughs> go away and stick it out tea towel for yeah. me, would you? <laughs> but also, you do, you do kind of think you hear Graham Sooners say these things. Sooners is a is a good pundit. You hear him say these things, and you think. Have you watched any YouTube stuff of you playing football? I know, yeah. Have you watched? He what turned, what I loved is when he turned to Jamie Carr and said, you wouldn't have done things like yeah. that. And Jamie Carr's going, well, think, that's you... all I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> is this the same Graham Sinus who planted the, Turkish, the, the, the flag in Turkey? You know, yes. Yeah. And you, the yeah. thing is, you listen, and I know it makes a difference. I, you know, I work with people like Jamie Redknapp, and I've worked with Sinus. Uh, and when you talk to them in dressing rooms... All you hear out of them is how so-and-so got a slap and some, yeah. someone was cheeky enough to try and tackle him so I had to break his leg in the next game. All you hear from Jamie Redknapp is how Pulis is the nastiest player he ever played with, but he was brilliant because he would look after me and if no, one, no one would tackle me as I knew they'd get... They, they, re- they relish all that stuff. We do talk about I this. I mean, the, I the, the title's a match like of the day, but you know, the day before the foreigners come... He loves yeah, this yeah. one. That's Mickey Thomas winking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So it's a bit like, hey, Mickey Thomas, cheeky little Welshman, yeah, yeah, yeah. got a foul there, you know. But now we like to go as the foreigners. See, I, the game. That's yeah, the bit yeah. that annoyed me about Sulis's argument. It was a cheap shot, I thought, at that time, and obviously when Chelsea blew it, but this idea that there's nothing that, that you know that, that was invented last Wednesday yeah, by these, age of sportsmanship by these the past, yeah, evil yeah. millionaires from from yeah. the King's Road, it's, it's, it's slightly ridiculous. I also Paul, I love well, Bremner. Bremner's got a whole reputation off the whole thing, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, Billy Bremner, Leeds legend for doing exactly yeah, yeah. Just, just the whole career out of it. <laughs> I love uh, Mourinho's uh, quote about Sky trial by Redknapp. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. It does seem, as an outsider, it does seem that Sky do have a little bit of an agenda. Against, yeah. against Chelsea yeah, like, but, then, but then they're against because they're, they're, they're top of the league and they're on yeah, the telly yeah. a lot yeah. and he's and, and, and Mourinho's box office but again, aren't we back to the same point about this this whole debate about brand 
better, worse. Mm. It's all irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah. It's because, John, you'd, you, you, they could have probably told you every, every Mourinho in, in Germany. They could probably tell everything that Mourinho's up to. This kind of comes back to my point. I sat there for an hour with German fans telling me about what English clubs and their favourites and what's going on and all the rest of it. And like I said, you know, if somebody asked me the same thing about, you know, I don't know, by a Leverkusen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, wouldn't even, I couldn't even name a player or a manager. I couldn't name a player or a right. manager. Do you, do you know, every, every season, even, even at my age now, the start of every season, I go, right, this is the season. When I was 18, I could name you the manager and the kit of every team. Yeah. Got. And yeah. Every season, I go, right, this, this year, I'm going to be across... Oh, I'm going to be across European football. <laughs> Anytime on a, I'm on Five Live and somebody says, what do you think of Atletico Madrid? I'll go, right, right, right. And every season I don't because you get so yeah. caught up in the Premier League. Here's so the question, yeah. though. So I, true. I, I can't remember who it was, but this is the, the great cross-up line. A bloke playing for England. I was like, who's that? I didn't know who a bloke was playing for England. Mm. It was a it was shame. Was it? The ignominy. No, that's coming up, no. No, no, it was Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got two, we've got two, I know you're always reluctant to talk about West Ham, we've got two West Ham fans. <laughs> yeah. West Ham have managed to uh, defraud the nation into the new stadium. I know. But that's a yeah. different story. But you're in the new 60,000 Kevin right? used that word in, in, in a much broader know, legal sense. But the, but the whole thing is, the whole thing is set up so that West Ham become a regular Champions League team. That's what Golden Terry have talked about. That's what yeah. they want to be. I, I, th- I don't think that's going to happen. Also, well, that's, not, that's, that's not, ridiculous. ridiculous. But also, I'm not entirely sure. It's the same. We, we talked about the American takeover at Palace. All the Palace fans I speak to, we do a podcast the other night, we do yeah. one every week. No one particularly wants it. We, no. no one, we, Palace are never going to be the Arsenal South Line. We're happy. We know where we are. Some younger fans obviously want to win the Champions League, but we know where we've come from. I, I find we know, it weird. And I, and I don't think you, West, I think they're selling I'm the I prefer Cardiff being a nice middle table yeah. championship club. I Except yeah. you know again, you, you know have to want... Yeah. to get to the sex of what and then not like it once you've got but, there. Don't but you? the hard the thing case, is... Chasing that can but don't you think the hard yeah. thing is it, it, it's taken away from the actual community that yeah. is there, yeah, which absolutely. is what the football team is based around. I mean, God, you know, I'm, I hate it because I've got a three-and-a-half-year-old boy. When I take Joe, hopefully, to um, a future game, it'll be a, a soulless club venue that means nothing to me. All my you memories go, you are in the bowling go Westfield grounds, shopping yeah. first. <laughs> Buy a nice, not, you get some house super dry. But, but already, you know, I mean, I mean, sure, West Ham fans are out there, but you know, I could say the Green Gate's gone, the Castle's gone. I can name these pubs that were full of West Ham fans, gone, gone. Yeah, the Prince of Wales, the Queens will probably be there because the market's still there. And it drags the community pubs, away. Yeah. Well, I should just point out the as well that Paul basically is, is, is talking about how sad is he can't take his three out of a boy to a pub, on a pub <laughs> <ball>. Squid. <Yeah. laughs> I used to, I used to you know first, first game I ever went to, I went to watch uh, Wales, England in, in uh, Ninian Park, 1982, Trevor Francis scored, England won one nil. And my father and my grandfather took me, took me to two pubs for the game, right? In, in town, I can name the pubs, right? The Albert and the Prince of Wales. I was about eight years of age. Oh, very patriotic. And I can remember England put 10,000 amazing all Union Jacks, Wales filled, 1-0. I walked out, and I can remember my grandfather looking down at me, and he winked at me, and he went to me, do you enjoy that, son? Enjoy it? I almost pissed myself with excitement. <laughs> really? Yeah, true. When I've been to pubs, I went to watch a yeah. football game. It was the yeah. best thing of my life. And kids won't have that anymore. No, should, they won't have it. Just it's really sad. Well, the Union Jacks, your flag as well, Johnny, but there you go. <laughs> uh, Do you know what's really interesting, Kevin? <laughs> Do you know what's really interesting? And this is a good point for listeners. Wales are not on it because no. it's, it's, we're a principality, not a kingdom. That's true. So what you've got oh. is you've got oh, St. George's Cross, order, sir. Point of order. St. Patrick and the yeah. Salt Air of Scotland. Yeah. Wales are not on there. Just before we talk <laughs> on, 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 because what we need to do is we need to glorify the we need to go back. We can square the circle and talk about when when we were the best domestically and in Europe, which which Johnny can tell us all about. 
The city conundrum is the one that we haven't really necessarily specifically talked about here. Chris Waddle the other night on the radio said, I like watching City, but at Champions League level, they're so lacking. Who recruits their players? They need more than just a physical presence. I've got to say, that if, you do, if I do step back from it, is that given the model, given the, the, the fact that they've got these owners, owners who do such great things, you know, the, the, the infrastructure they're building oh, they've been brilliant Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. They are yeah. philanthropic, yeah. aren't they? As, yeah. as, yeah. as yeah. contributors to football and to, the, and to the local area, they're doing so well. They've, City have stunk pretty much as a, as, a, as, a, as a European power, haven't they, Kevin? And how have they not got it right? Well, the recruitment. I mean, the Guardian went through a list of players. I mean, yeah, Bakary Sanya, Mangala, compared to the players that... Barcelona could bring. I, I don't know. I think it's because they can only have a 24-man squad, and I think it's because of financial fair play rules. Come, I mean, I, I, it, it sort of squares the circle of our argument. I, I think it's very hard to create a squad in uh, the Premier League to win the Premier League and the Champions. Do both jobs. Do yeah. both jobs. <laughs> if I, if yeah. I'm, it's, it's, John Terry said, Paul, that, um, that, that Jose Mourinho, and this is this is kind of you think like, okay, perhaps he's just putting a nice spin on it. John Mourinho saying like, don't worry, lads. We're going to win the league and the League Cup this year, Champions League. Yeah. So what? But Man City are a different. They're, they're, they're a different breed. They're a different animal, aren't they? Yeah. And, and, and they're, they're sick. They're fading on all fronts, which yeah. is surprising, isn't it? But don't, don't you feel that it's got the the fact that they've got so much money now that they just buy these teams. They don't care if they gel or not. It's just like if they're a big name name from a different squad or whatever. They get them in their team, and I just don't think they are gelling. You know where. Maybe Chelsea were lucky. I don't know. Chelsea did seem to get some great players in, and they. They're the Spain. I, I suspect. Yeah, yeah. I suspect you're right, Paul, because, because that's back to Chris Ruddle's point. Is it about yeah. lack, is recruitment? Is that is that well, whenever play. Mourinho recruits, he fills gaps, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he makes a team. It's really interesting what Kevin said earlier on about the way that um, Man City tried to play against Barcelona. John Robertson, who was the star player for Nottingham Forest, his double European Cup winning team, assistant manager to Martin O'Neill, did fantastically well in Europe at Celtic. He said some really interesting things to me. He said to me, because he was talking about this, and I was going, how did you win it? How do they know? And he went, it was really simple. He says, we were compact. And he clapped when they came into our own half, which is exactly what Kevin says. So you play Barcelona, what you do is you're compact and you, and you try to, to play a certain way against a certain yeah. team. But he said, what we always had, English teams, was tempo. Mm. And they couldn't cope with it at home. Yeah. So we went at them. So yeah. it was a bit like, that's amazing to think, what, so what Forrest and Villa and Liverpool, mm. those teams did, when they would get you home, I think Liverpool did it recently when they won the European mm. Cup uh, about 10 years ago. When they were at Anfield, they almost like, they went out of teams and they, you know, they almost went at them at tempo. Whereas Man City don't look as if they're comfortable in Europe. They yeah. never look as if they're comfortable. Well, and, and what they certainly don't have is that. It's exactly, tempo, they're not tempo. They that way. There's two points. Is it Chelsea, and it's not just because of Mourinho, you don't have to win the Champions League to, keep, to stay in your job at Chelsea. That's right. At City... Pellegrini well, he's done, isn't he? He's, I mean, he's gone. I mean, see you later. Thank you very much. The, the least I expect is a Premier League. But the other thing, there was a brilliant interview in one of the football magazines recently with the manager of Malaga, who again comes back to we don't know enough about. I can't remember his name, yeah. but he's got a really good record in the last two seasons against Barcelona. And he explained how you play against Barcelona. He said you bring the two fullbacks in, so they're almost four centre backs. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You bring the two wide midfield players in, so there's almost four central midfield players. He said you give them the flanks, you let them have all the space they it's, want. It's boring football said, detail, isn't it? Really? In, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the middle, they can't. You, there's no space. They don't good enough. He said they've got the best players in the world up front. They've only got excellent players at the back, so you can score. But then he said, trouble is, English teams haven't got the flexibility to do that. Yeah, well, we used to have, we used that, to have, which is odd, isn't it? Yeah. They, but they would never have been in a situation where they have to make such a drastic change. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the we're, point. We're still talking about. We're still talking about. It, we, we see, Pellegrini went four four two. It's still slightly odd when we see Palace start with one striker up front. It's yeah. In your head, you think, yeah. what are we doing all that fancy foreign stuff for? And, then, and it's, we're just not used to that concept. Yeah, but what we should, and, what yeah. we, we should be seeing, we should be seeing Pellegrini in the Champions League with Man City and all their resources. Sort of having a punt at the idea of four four two, should we? I mean, this, the man should be but, but, all over it. Shouldn't John, he? I mean, Johnny's just done this documentary about Forest winning the FA Cup, uh, the European League, uh, European Cup, yeah. two years running. Yeah, Villa won it two years after that. Yeah, they did. Villa, Liverpool Forest, won in between. Forest, Forest used how many players? That uh, Sixteen. Villa famously used fourteen. Yeah. So you've got a nucleus of players, yeah. all of whom are British, a lot of whom are from the area, who. Somehow, in those days, we were able to play in a sort of flexible way, or you forced the opposition to, to cope with your way. Yeah. You know, and, and that Which I think is, was the key, Kevin. You're absolutely right. They, they used to say that we didn't care how the other people played. Yeah. We, we worried about ourselves, and that was it. And now I'm not saying, I was, talking to, I was talking to Nigel about this, and I was saying, I'm not, listen, I don't think your, fa- your father was aware of the qualities of Zen or Buddhism, but all the things he spoke about, live in the moment, don't worry about anybody else, yeah, yeah. that's what he did. And Ian Bowyer said a fantastic thing, and he was, Ian Bowyer looked at me, and he went to me, W European Cup, and he went to me, it sounds really strange, this. He said, but I didn't think that foreign players liked to head the ball. Mm. So he said, I never lost a header. And we said, I know that sounds ridiculous. But he said, when I played, I'd go, I'm going to win every header. Yeah. Yeah. There's something in that. I think John Robinson was saying the same thing. Whenever we had a team at home, we always thought we can beat these. Mm. Now, and I, and I keep saying, Man City never look as if, they, as if they think they can beat anybody. Mm. They just don't, do they? Well, they, they, but they, you, they you, sorry, do you think yeah, part of, that, of what you know, was said was the so fact psychological? That yes. Was, yeah. was, was, you know, you're at 14 players and 16 players. and and a lot of them, are like, they gel and they play together every week. Squads mm. are so big now, they don't know each other. Yes, yeah. And do you think that's what it is? is? It's the old ways of just having one regular squad that know each other, what they're going to well, do. I agree with this, because when we talk about uh, Barcelona, you know, you talk about Biscuits, uh, Messi, all those, and yeah, they played every week. And they played together from when they were kids. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were used to each other and you know you're playing. Yeah. So, Larry, so whenever they talk, Frank Clark is a classic, and Larry Lloyd, they go, we played 120 consecutive games. Yeah. So when you play 120 yeah. consecutive and you start winning, you fucking know what to do with yeah. it. <laughs> it's not like ESP, isn't it? It's not rocket science. That's yeah. yeah. O'Neill goes, he, he was all about simplicity. Yeah. And he yeah. communicated with what he wanted, Clough. Brilliantly, well, yeah. well, but Barcelona is way simple, but isn't it? There's a documentary about Bob Paisley. There's a brilliant quote from Kenny Dalglish, where Dalglish talks about Paisley not being that fussed about systems. Right? No, he just he knew he had eleven good players. He trusted the players. So the, the guy interviewing him says, "Well, what makes Paisley such a brilliant manager?" And Kenny Dalglish said, "Before my first game for Liverpool, Paisley came up to me in the dressing room and said uh, their keeper tends to hang about the six-yard line a little bit." And so within five minutes, Dalglish said, I've got the ball looked up. The keeper was on the six-yard line, chipped him, scored my first Job goal. Said, that's, yeah. that's genius. He said, that's what made yeah, me yeah. a brilliant manager. He said, we went out, he said you, you went out on the pitch. You, you, weren't that far, you, you wouldn't sit down and talk about how the other team were going to play against you. Formations are very much that where pundits live, isn't it? That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Do you know, yeah, Viv Anderson said a brilliant yeah. thing. He went, he walked in the dressing room and he used to go against you. Here's the ball, right? And you pass it to somebody with the same colour shirt as you. Yeah. And when you've got it... They can't score. Yeah. And that was it. Mm. And I thought to myself, what a <laughs> genius. And then, and then Kenny Burns went, I remember saying to him, boss, what do you do about free kicks? And he went, kick it. <laughs> and he went, okay, but what about indirect free kicks? And he went, fucking put it aside and kick it. Yeah. And he went, yeah, fair enough, boss. So he said, oh, he was all about, listen, if you're good footballers and I trust you and you've got the ball, you pass to another player and you give it to somebody who can play. That was another, like, give it to John Robertson. Yeah. And then they all do this thing, Bertles, they, I mean, these blokes are tearing the holes through Europe. And they go, whenever John Robertson had the ball, 
we knew it was coming in and we knew it would be decent. So what would happen was Woodcock, Burles, Francis, they'd all make a way and they'd all run it in a three and, they'd, and he said, well, nobody whips the ball in the near post yeah. anymore. And they're talking these things which are obvious to us but people don't do and I keep coming back to it. Man City and especially Chelsea, they look scared and when a team's got the ball they back off and they just look nervous. But is that because you're saying now then it's so complicated where it was so simple back then and, and yeah. that's why they're Football's scared. Simple game. Well, Football's they're simple like, game. I think Real Madrid and Barcelona are not complicated no, football definitely terms, not. are they? No. Messi, well, certainly. That's the weird thing. Give the ball to Messi yeah. and he goes forward. It's all <laughs> positive. <laughs> well, the new yeah. ball to Barcelona now, under the new manager, they get the ball forward really yeah, early. Straight, yeah, straight, yeah. straight up to the front. And when you've got Neymar and Suarez and Messi up there, of course you do. But Yannick Balassi for Palace this year is a 50% better player because Pardew just took him aside and said... Stop doing all the tricks and flicks. Knock it past the fullback. Run yeah, past yeah. him. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and we, scored, we scored two goals like that against QPR because he said to Zaha, "Stop watching Velasquez do that. When yeah. he's got the ball on that wing, you get in the box. You stuck in the box. Oh, exactly. really, and it's simple, but it's also brilliant to watch. And it's like we, we sat in the pub before the game and said, oh, we listened to these kids talking about." Palace playing with a false 10 and three at the back. And we're, we're, I know. We're, we're playing QBR. Just, we don't need to worry. They've picked Sean Mark Phillips. We've got three points. <laughs> but it's just like, but, but, but what's happened is that you're right. It, it is something to do with punditry as well because Definitely. The, the media in this country for the past five years have been slaughtering pundits at English football on the, yeah. on the broad. So yeah. suddenly they're trying to be cleverer than they are and they're talking about a game that's different to the way they used to play. Uh, yeah, again, 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 can I offer you up, which has been my favourite moment of all time based on the fact that I couldn't quite believe it was I don't know if you saw I think it was match of the day too uh, and Martin Keown's triangles graphics oh, oh. <laughs> in which yeah, yeah, in yeah. which he showed you yeah. a game bits of a game of football showed you men on the pitch and joined three of them up to make to invent a Keown. triangle yeah. it was called the rash yeah. who basically just, just <laughs> yeah. used to punch and bar- barge yeah. into people that's yeah. what he did but and now we thought about triangles which which, I mean he could have done parallelograms he could have done <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. but, but, but the fact is and it was interesting but you look at it and you go well you can find three players anyway no, and join we, them up and make them no, no, that's a, that's a yeah. point yeah. Yeah. There's, there's four of us sitting here with 16 triangles yeah. as we yeah. Kevin, Kevin has got it absolutely right when you go to our programme uh, based on uh, analysis. Do you know what I do in watching match of the day? I was, I was talking this to the Forest team, mm. all the great Forest team, and I was going, I fast forward the bits in between yeah. the goals. Though. Yeah. I really like match of the day to extra on a Sunday because at least they talk about football there eh? and general <laughs> yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. But the, the punditry where they go, and he's running into this space and the, yeah. the defender's missed it. Of course he's fucking missed it. There'd be no goals otherwise. <laughs> yeah, There'd be yeah. no goals. So the, what they were trying to tell us is he's missed this. So uh, all the Forest players are saying, there's no things as mistakes. What happens is a, a forward will make a mistake and that's what positive yeah. play is. Mm. But this idea that you can stop it by going in there is a nonsense. Someone's slightly better than somebody else's at that yeah. moment. Do you think that's because they've invested in a lot of like, technology? Yes, of course yeah. it is. Yes, Paul. Yes, that's why. So we spent a lot of money on this. Let's just show we know where it would have gone. Yeah, exactly. Oi, stop seeing through the way that television does its magic, you. Know? There's no call for that. The thing is, you do occasionally, like people like Lee Dixon occasionally, when they're talking about defending and where ideally a centre-back should be or a full-back should be. And that's, that's interesting. You know, that's fine. That's insight. But for the rest of it, I don't know that triangles thing, you just go, you're taking the joy out of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you analyse a, 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 a brilliant goal, it's just like some of the Forest breakaway goals yeah. in that team, which they love to play on the, on the counter-attack. It's like, I don't really care I know. whether Clough has fought through dragging the seven in. Of course he has. Archie Gamble has just gone steaming through the middle. It's brilliant. I'm aware that younger people listening to this will probably think there's an element of reactionary fuddy-duddyism going on here, but... 
I, I are we not? Because we've all seen a brilliant Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. That's the point of Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. The beauty also, is their simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. you, you, you summed it up. When he nutmegged, um, when he nutmegged, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he was a positive thing. So yeah. when, he, when he nutmegged, he didn't fucking turn around and go, let's see what he did there. Yeah. It wasn't a show-off thing in the playground. Was, he was on it, with the ball. Yeah, it was a reason of what he was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what we're missing now. Ronaldo does it terribly, I think, where he just goes, I'm going to beat a man for the effect of it. So I prefer Messi, whereas Messi's much more of a team player for me. Because we, we, uh, we've got to wrap up now, lads. Have we decided, obviously, that uh, English football isn't dead? Because cause, cause we do still, basically, we've all got to go away and watch the Premier League now. What well, championship? We, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to take a piss? Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh sorry, John. In my own way, I'm so upset and yet so pleased that you said that. There's still we have this debate week in, week out on our Palace podcast because there's still a certain air of apology about us being in the Premier League. It's like it's not what we do. We're we're slightly sorry that we're being. But the fact is, for all that in the past we've talked about, ah, you want to be in the Championship. That's where real football is. I, I wouldn't mind being in the League One. You do want to be in the Premier League, if only for the fact. That you get so much attention and so much fuss and so much publicity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and you do get enough money. Which yes, I'm, I'm yeah. old enough as a Palace fan. My concern is that we never ever go into bankruptcy again or administration. Money wise, just quickly, to, I'll, I'll finish this because you yeah. two will love this. A good mate of mine, Del Parfit, bless him, chief sports writer in Wales. He said to me, "This is the difference well, in the championship, the Premiership." Start, yeah. Great lad, he said yeah. to me. First game of the season, home game, Premiership, Manchester City. Gospel truth. 153 press in a room. Wow. Yeah, so I know yeah. it's Manchester City, I get it. Yeah. Following you, he said, Red in home game, two. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and the local Red in newspaper yeah. guy. That yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah. And he said, that's the difference in the championship. It's and the, the lost 151. Yeah. What, what happens? Paul, as a product... Uh, you know, on this again, on this small thing, we, we, the word we used earlier is brand. I don't, I don't find that an offensive word because, because no. basically, you still got to sit down and watch ninety minutes of it. I would. Yeah. Is it a thing that you like watching, Paul? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, totally. It, it would always be that way. And I said, and coming from Reading, uh, hearing that, I, I see people all the time going, "Oh, yeah, we didn't want to be in the Premiership anyway. That mm. isn't where real football's played." But every year, (laughs) at the moment, it's the FA Cup, obviously. (laughs) But every year, God, we're nearly there. Yeah, 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 of course it is. And that's where they want to be. John, John, in your dreams, would you like to watch your team playing in the Premier League? Do you know what? I'll backtrack when I tell you, Ryan. Of course I want to be back in the Premier League. (laughs) (laughs) I have to to say, as a West Ham fan, if you're happy watching the football in the Premier League, who are all these West Ham fans moaning like bastards at the moment then? Oh yeah, because they they, they they were going to Europe yeah. three months ago. They Not were all packing the, their bags, yeah. the getting academy their passports renewed. But but I've I always said that is there an academy? Why? I mean, people always say that to me, and I always say that we probably haven't played that way since Joe Cole and Decanio and stuff. Yeah, and, then, and then when Johnny was saying stuff about doing all these tricks, tricks and turns and stuff, and not actually having an end product. That was Joe Cole, really, but he so looked brilliant and to watch. Any West Ham fan, Kevin, who's your favourite West Ham player? Fucking Billy Bonds. Why didn't like him so much? Wow, he'd fucking get stuck right here, wouldn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, Julian oh, Dix. Oh, Julian Dix, yeah, yeah. Bonzo. Bonzo. I've got to I have to stop you there, based on the fact that I'm looking for an out, and Johnny Owen doing a Cockney accent is always... <laughs> Always, you know. I'm sorry, sorry. I say award-winning actor Johnny Owen doing a Cockney accent is as good a place to finish anything. Lads, that was the whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.